The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The weekend has arrived. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, August 14th, 2021, Saturday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. Today is the memorial of St. Maximilian Kolbe, priest and martyr, born in 1894, ordained to the conventual Franciscans at the age of 24. He founded the Militia of the Immaculata to fight evil with the witness of the good life, prayer, work, and suffering. He dreamed of and then founded Night of the Immaculata, a religious magazine. In 1935, he and his friars were arrested, then released in less than three months by the Nazis. In 1941, Father Kolbe was arrested again. A prisoner had escaped. The commandant announced that ten men would die. Number 16670 dared to step from the line and said, I would like to take that man's place. He has a wife and children. Who are you? A priest. The commandant kicked one man out of the line and ordered Father Colby to go into the line. They were ordered to strip naked and their slow starvation began in darkness. There was no screaming, though. The prisoners sang. The jailer came to finish Father Colbe off as he sat in a corner praying. He lifted his arm to receive the hypodermic needle filled with carbolic acid. St. Maximilian Colbe was martyred August 14, 1941. St. Maximilian Colbe, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church that she may receive from the Holy Spirit the grace and strength to reform herself in the light of the gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, My guardian angel, intercede for me. The gospel from today's Mass is relatively brief and very beautiful. So to begin our prayer in Jesus' presence, we can just read it and try to reflect on it. Children were brought to Jesus that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked them, but Jesus said, Let the children come to me and do not prevent them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. After he placed his hands on them, he went away. Lord Jesus is so beautiful and reassuring to see your heart, this heart that loves children and wants to embrace them and wants to pray over them. 
pray with them, pray for them. And this is a situation that we need to put ourselves in. The kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Let the children come to me and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. The implication there is that unless we too become like children, unless we become childlike in our interior life, childlike before our Father God, we won't belong to the kingdom of heaven. We won't belong to Christ. Jesus had made this much more explicit in the previous chapter in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 18. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a child whom he put among them and said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever becomes humble like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. Lord Jesus is very clear here the importance of this attitude of spiritual childhood, of spiritual infancy even, to change and become like children as a condition, as an important step to enter the kingdom of heaven, to have union with you. And why is that? Well, it underlines the importance of the virtues of humility and trust. Jesus isn't telling us to be immature, (laughs) to be irresponsible, but he is telling us that we need to be humble like a child and trusting like a child. And a child is humble and trusting because it's needy. It's aware of its own impotence in life. It's aware that it can't do things for itself. That it, had, that it has lots of needs and few resources to get those needs on its own. And so that combination of neediness, of having desires and necessities in life, on the one hand, and having the incapacity to do anything about it for oneself, leads to this childlike attitude of being simple, of not being afraid to ask for help, of not being ashamed at being helped. In our pride, of course, this is difficult. And so Jesus says we have to turn and become like children. We have to humble ourselves like a child. It's a task. It's something that we we have to undertake and kind of dedicate ourselves to. We have to dedicate ourselves to fostering this, this humble attitude. There was a famous baseball player in the middle of the 20th century He played for the New York Yankees. He was a catcher, a man named Yogi Berra. He was originally from St. Louis, Missouri. And he was famous for his malapropisms. He had this ingenious way of saying things uh, mistakenly, but in a very funny way. And one of his famous sayings came uh, after a very hot game in August. They were playing in the dog days of August, and there was great heat. And after the game, the reporters asked him, well, is it difficult? What's it like to play in the the extreme heat of August? And Yogi Berra said, well, you know, it's not the heat, it's the humility that gets you. And so he was trying to say the humidity that gets you, (laughs) but it's the humility that gets you. And that's right about the interior life. It's not so much the effort at times. It's not so much the hard work. It's the humility that gets us. It's more of a unwillingness to recognize our smallness, 
to be okay with our neediness, to be all right with needing a Savior, with having to depend on God, with needing a Redeemer. For the saints, the importance of humility cannot be overstressed. It's hard to over-exaggerate the value that the saints put on the virtue of humility. St. Augustine, for example, wrote this, If you ask me what the essential thing in the religion and discipline of Jesus Christ is, I shall reply, first, humility, second, humility, and third, humility. And why is that? Why is it so important? Well, we know that charity is is selfless. Charity means making God and others more important than ourselves, loving them more than ourselves, being concerned more about God and others for his sake than I am for for myself. And that's hard. That To do that, we have to overcome a very ingrained and deep self-concern that we have, a self-appreciation that we have, which is often exaggerated by our pride, a fear of humiliation, a fear of shame. We all have the sense at times that I should be able to take care of myself. I should be able to make myself happy. I should be in control of my situation. And when we're not, and the the fact of the matter is that oftentimes we're not, or it's only an illusion that we are, when we're not, well, it's difficult for us. But there's an opportunity there, an opportunity, Lord Jesus, to live in the truth with you. Because you tell us, I am the vine, you are the branches. Without me, you can do nothing. Without you, Lord Jesus Christ, we can do nothing. What does that mean? It means that on my own, without God, I have nothing. I can do nothing. I am nothing. I know nothing, as St. Josemar used to say. I can do nothing. I am nothing. I have nothing. 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 And that sounds negative. It sounds like a lack of self-esteem, perhaps. But we have to remember the flip side of that. As St. Paul says, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. With God, all things are possible, the angel Gabriel says to Mary. All things are possible, Jesus says, for those who believe, for those who trust. So the flip side of being convinced of our littleness, being convinced of our neediness, being convinced of our nothingness, is having a tremendous trust in God. Because we receive everything from God, both our natural gifts, our human nature, our human life, and all the supernatural gifts, faith, hope, and charity, all the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And it all comes from God. Our existence, our soul, our body, the life of grace, it's all a gift from God. As St. Paul summarizes this, he says, What do you have that you have not received? And if you have received it, then why do you boast as if it were not a gift? Lord Jesus, help me to be small like a child, so that those children that you said, let the children come to me, may include me, and that like them I can receive your embrace and have you pray over me. And like them, I will be an example of someone who makes it into the kingdom of heaven, because I've made myself small and I recognize my need for you, and I haven't let my pride get in the way. Lord Jesus, shine a light into my heart 
where do I act as if I don't need you? Where do I act as if I'm all grown up spiritually and I have no need for help or no need for God? Shine a light on that, Jesus, so that I can see it and correct it with your help. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Leaping the mountains, bounding the hills, see how our God has come to meet us. His voice is lifted, His face is joy, now is the season to sing our song on high. Come then, O Lord of glory, show us your face. Speak, for we know your words are come to meet us. His voice is lifted, his face is joy. Now is the season to sing our song on high. He pastures his flock among the wildflowers and leads them to the mountain of his love. Leaping the mountains, bounding the hills, see how our God has come to meet us. His voice is lifted, his face is joy, now is the season to sing our song on high. Sing our song on high. One of the lesser heard St. Louis Jesuit songs. It's based on the Song of Songs. It's called Lord of Glory. It's 15 past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Let's begin the liturgical day as we join with the whole church, led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Know that he, the Lord, is God. 
He made us. We belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Go within His gates, giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal His merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Praise the Lord for His mercy and for the wonderful things He has done for men. 
Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Let them say this, the Lord's redeemed, whom he redeemed from the hand of the foe and gathered from far-off lands, from east and west, north and south. Some wandered in the desert, in the wilderness, finding no way to a city they could dwell in. Hungry they were and thirsty. Their soul was fainting within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress, and he led them along the right way to reach a city they could dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. For he satisfies the thirsty soul. He fills the hungry with good things. Some lay in darkness and in gloom, prisoners in misery and chains, having defied the words of God and spurned the counsels of the Most High. He crushed their spirit with toil. They stumbled. There was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He led them forth from darkness and gloom and broke their chains to pieces. Let them thank the Lord for his goodness, for the wonders he does for men, for he bursts the gates of bronze and shatters the iron bars. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Some were sick on account of their sins and afflicted on account of their guilt. They had a loathing for every food. They came close to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He sent forth his word to heal them and saved their life from the grave. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. Let them offer a sacrifice of thanks and tell of his deeds with rejoicing. Some sailed to the sea in ships to trade on the mighty waters. These men have seen the Lord's deeds, the wonders he does in the deep. For he spoke, he summoned the gale, raising up the waves of the sea, tossed up to heaven, then into the deep, their soul melted away in their distress. They staggered, reeled like drunken men, for all their skill was gone. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. All the waves of the sea were hushed. They rejoiced because of the calm, and he led them to the haven they desired. Let them thank the Lord for his love, the wonders he does for men. Let them exalt him in the gathering of the people 
and praise him in the meeting of the elders. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They will understand his loving kindness. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They They will understand his loving kindness. He changes streams into a desert, springs of water into thirsty ground, fruitful land into a salty waste, for the wickedness of those who live there. But he changes desert into streams, thirsty ground into springs of water. There he settles the hungry, and they build a city to dwell in. They sow fields and plant their vines. These yield crops for the harvest. He blesses them. They grow in numbers. He does not let their herds decrease. He pours contempt upon princes, makes them wander in trackless wastes. They diminish, are reduced to nothing, by oppression, evil, and sorrow. But he raises the needy from distress, makes families numerous as a flock. The upright see it and rejoice, but all who do wrong are silenced. Whoever is wise, let him heed these things and consider the love of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You fill the hungry with good things, Lord God, and break the sinner's chains. Hear your people who call to you in their need and lead your church from the shadows of death. Gather us from sunrise to sunset, that we may grow together in faith and love and give lasting thanks for your kindness. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They They will understand his loving kindness. I have known tribulations and distress. But But in in your commands, I have have found consolation. From the book of the prophet Micah. As for me, I will look to the Lord. I will put my trust in God, my Savior. My God will hear me. Rejoice not over me, O my enemy. Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord is my light. The wrath of the Lord I will endure because I have sinned against him. Until he takes up my cause and establishes my right. He will bring me forth to the light. I will see his justice. When my enemy sees this, shame shall cover her. She who said to me, Where is the Lord, your God? My eyes shall see her downfall. Now shall she be trampled underfoot, like the mire in the streets. It is the day for building your walls. On that day the boundary shall be taken away. It is the day, and they shall come to you from Assyria and from Egypt, from Tyre even to the river. 
from sea to sea and from mountain to mountain. And the land shall be a waste because of its citizens as a result of their deeds. Shepherd your people with your staff, the flock of your inheritance, that dwells apart in a woodland in the midst of Carmel. Let them feed in Bashan and Gilead as in the days of old, as in the days when you came from the land of Egypt. Show us wonderful signs. The nation shall behold and be put to shame in spite of all their strength. They shall put their hands over their mouths, their ears shall become deaf. They shall lick the dust like the serpent, like reptiles on the ground. They shall come quaking from their fastnesses, trembling in fear of you, the Lord, our God. Who is there like you, the God who removes guilt and pardons sin for the remnant of his inheritance? Who does not persist in anger forever, but delights rather in clemency? And will again have compassion on us, treading underfoot our guilt? You will cast into the depths of the sea all our sins. You will show faithfulness to Jacob and grace to Abraham, as you have sworn to our fathers from days of old. He who is to come will come. He will not delay. There will be no more fear in our land. For For he he is is our our Savior. He will wash away our guilt and cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. For For he he is is our our Savior. From the letters of Maximilian Mary Kolbe The burning zeal for God's glory that motivates you fills my heart with joy. It is sad for us to see in our own time that indifferentism in its many forms is spreading like an epidemic, not only among the laity, but also among religious. But God is worthy of glory beyond measure, and therefore it is of absolute and supreme importance to seek that glory with all the power of our feeble resources. Since we are mere creatures, we can never return to him all that is his due. The most resplendent manifestation of God's glory is the salvation of souls, whom Christ redeemed by shedding his blood. To work for the salvation and sanctification of as many souls as possible, therefore, is the preeminent purpose of the apostolic life. Let me, then, say a few words that may show the way toward achieving God's glory and the sanctification of many souls. God who is all-knowing and all-wise, knows best what we should do to increase his glory. Through his representatives on earth, he continually reveals his will to us. Thus, it is obedience and obedience alone that is the sure sign to us of the divine will. A superior may, it is true, make a mistake, but it is impossible for us to be mistaken in obeying a superior's command. The only exception to this rule is the case of a superior commanding something that in even the slightest way would contravene God's law. Such a superior would not be conveying God's will. God alone is infinitely wise, holy, merciful, our Lord, Creator, and Father. He is beginning and end, wisdom and power and love. He is all. Everything other than God has value to the degree that it is referred to him, the maker of all and our own redeemer.
the final end of all things. It is he who, declaring his adorable will to us through his representatives on earth, draws us to himself and whose plan is to draw others to himself through us and to join us all to himself in an ever-deepening love. Look, then, at the high dignity that by God's mercy belongs to our state in life. Obedience raises us beyond the limits of our littleness and puts us in harmony with God's will. In boundless wisdom and care, His will guides us to act rightly. Holding fast to that will, which no creature can thwart, we are filled with unsurpassable strength. Obedience is the one and the only way of wisdom and prudence for us to offer glory to God. If there were another, Christ would certainly have shown it to us by word and example. Scripture, however, summed up his entire life at Nazareth in the words, He was subject to them. Scripture set obedience as the theme of the rest of his life, repeatedly declaring that he came into the world to do his Father's will. Let us love our loving Father with all our hearts. Let our obedience increase that love, above all when it requires us to surrender our own will. Jesus Christ crucified is our sublime guide toward growth in God's love. We will learn this lesson more quickly through the Immaculate Virgin, whom God has made the dispenser of his mercy. It is beyond all doubt that Mary's will represents to us the will of God himself. By dedicating ourselves to her, we become in her hands instruments of God's mercy even as she was such an instrument in God's hands. We should let ourselves be guided and led by Mary and rest quiet and secure in her hands. She will watch out for us, provide for us, answer our needs of body and spirit. She will dissolve all our difficulties and worries. Be imitators of God as his dear children. Follow the way of love, even as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as an offering to God, a A gift gift of of pleasing fragrance. Do God's will with your whole heart as servants of Christ, a A gift gift of of pleasing fragrance. Let us pray. O God, who filled the priest and martyr St. Maximilian Kolbe with burning love for the Immaculate Virgin Mary and with zeal for souls and love of neighbor, Graciously grant, through his intercession, that striving for your glory by eagerly serving others, we may be conformed even until death to your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 25 minutes before the hour on Saturday, August 14, 2021, I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Shepherd and sheep 
fresh green fields you led my steps in days gone by you gave me rest by quiet springs and filled my soul with peace your loving presence brings oh shelter me shelter me The way ahead is dark and difficult to see Oh shelter me Oh shelter me All will be well if only you will shelter me
A relatively recent composition by Father Michael Jonkus. He wrote it for the pandemic. The group is Spiritu from Nativity of Our Lord Parish in St. Paul, Minnesota. And the song is Shelter Me. 20 minutes before the hour on Daybreak, I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord reminds us we have to become like little children. From the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Then children were brought to him, that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked the people. But Jesus said, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and went away. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings, are on the Relevant Radio app.
one of my two favorite renditions of the Magnificat, and we'll hear the other one tomorrow. That's Elise O'Kane with the Magnificat on this Mary's Day as we prepare for the Solemnity of the Assumption tomorrow. It's 14 before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Maximilian Kolbe. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. God's holy martyr who disdained and overcame all pains and death, your faithful following of Christ has led you from the powers of ill. Relieve us in our daily cares. For you are free from every bond that bound you to us, and all your ways are true. Lord, you are near to us, and all your ways are true. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known 
that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Lord, you You are are near near to us and and all your ways are are true. Wisdom of God be with me, always at work in me. Wisdom of God be with me, always at work in me. God of my fathers, Lord of mercy, you who have made all things by your word and in your wisdom have established man to rule the creatures produced by you, to govern the world in holiness and justice and to render judgment in integrity of heart. Give me wisdom, the attendant at your throne, and reject me not from among your children, for I am your servant, the son of your handmaid, a man weak and short-lived and lacking in comprehension of judgment and of laws. Indeed, though one be perfect among the sons of men, if wisdom who comes from you be not with him, he shall be held in no esteem. Now with you is wisdom, who knows your works and was present when you made the world, who understands what is pleasing in your eyes and what is conformable with your commands. Send her forth from your holy heavens and from your glorious throne, dispatch her, that she may be with me and work with me, that I may know what is your pleasure. For she knows and understands all things and will guide me discreetly in my affairs and safeguard me by her glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Wisdom of God, be with me, always at work in me. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. Oh, praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our hearts forever. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. 
He comforts us in all our afflictions and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from Him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in His consolation. The Word of the Lord. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. The The Lord Lord is is my my strength, and and I shall shall sing sing His praise. praise. The Lord is my Savior, and I shall sing His praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. Christ will be exalted in me whether I live or die. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Christ will be exalted in me whether I live or die. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of His witnesses who shed their blood for the Word of God. Let us praise Him in remembrance of them. You redeemed us by Your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You redeemed us by Your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You redeemed us by your blood. 
your martyrs, washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You redeemed us by your blood. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who filled the priest and martyr St. Maximilian Kolbe with burning love for the Immaculate Virgin Mary and with zeal for souls and love of neighbor, graciously grant, through his intercession, that striving for your glory by eagerly serving others, we may be conformed even until death to your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, get ready, because tomorrow is not only Sunday, it's also the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Get your things done today and get ready to rest tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central. I'm Paul Sadek. Go out, make this a great day and a great weekend, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.